he said that we wanted him to come on my tits because that would be hot and like that sounds hot to me the moment so we're getting there he's getting really close i'm giving him head basically because like holding his balls and i'm like going and the guy is pushing my head down so all three of us are like working on his cock together so he can come on my tits yeah and he starts coming in my mouth and i immediately like throw my head up and i almost vomit on him because i wasn't expecting it it wasn't the flavor scared me it was just that he came in my mouth so i freaked out and he like had to finish the rest on his stomach and i was like i'm so sorry i ruined your orgasm like i was so embarrassed after Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with candor and humor that is frequently controversial, but usually in good faith. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello, Keith. Yeah. Uh, So today, I'm happy to reveal that we have a brand new guest to the show. Her name is Sage, and we're excited to get her perspective on a variety of topics pertaining to sex. Welcome to the show, Sage. Hi, guys. Yeah. I mean, just go ahead. A little bit about me. I'm, mm-hmm. I guess I'm jumping ahead. Um, so I've been listening to the podcast for a while. So I just reached out. I'm a 19-year-old female, so not in their general demographic. And they need a little bit of help in that area. So I was like, <laughs> hey, I'm pretty open. I'll, I'll talk about whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say that a 19-year-old female is about as... Uh, diametrically opposed to our general perspective. So yeah, this should be entertaining. I hate I hate talking to 19-year-old women, Keith. It's the worst. How often has that happened in the last say 15 years, Mike? Can you can you count to, on, on one finger? No, I'm usually just like overhearing. Like there's oh, no okay. actual like I don't output anything to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. But I was being sarcastic, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be this should be interesting. So I know a little bit about you from our email correspondence, and I'd be happy to summarize that. But perhaps you could tell us a bit more about your sexual experience. Yeah. So me, I I live in a very conservative state, so not a lot of sex education. But I went out of my way to learn things because I thought it was interesting. And I had first sexual experiences pretty early. Um, and then I was like, you know what? It's not good. Like high school sex isn't good. And okay, this was like last year or the year before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The year before, <laughs> the year before, exactly. Which is really embarrassing, but also like took it into my own hands. And then I met my current partner and we have a very open sexual relationship that doesn't really follow the norms. Okay. So, well, and your partner is a man or identifies yes. as a man. Okay. 21-year-old cisgender male. Yes. Okay. So he's – I am openly queer. Like, that's a big part of my life. I like to advocate about that. Um, so basically, I don't really care about the gender of the person. Like, if you're cool, I'll hang out with you. If you're hot, I'll fuck you, basically, you know? Huh. Like, so is that what queer means? Because I've tried to figure out before if I'm queer. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like so, maybe I'm not. I mean, it has different definitions to everyone. I don't really subscribe to like, I'm bisexual, pansexual. So I just, a very general overlay, just queer, 
works. I don't really want to stick in a box because the box changes every once in a while, you know. Okay. But if somebody, let's say you had somebody who was a cisgendered man who'd been married for say 20 years (laughs) and did not have sex with anybody but their wife, is that person queer? Could that could that person be queer? They definitely could, but they're very deeply closeted and disturbed. So that sounds I mean, right. Okay, yeah. that sounds about right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah. What sorts of things? Yeah, like what? What? What's a queer thing that? Like, what's something that separates a queer person from a non-queer person? Um. I would say like in my personal situation, I I guess I fall into like the pansexual range. So like gender doesn't matter to me. It's more about the person. Okay. But for me, like I don't like men. I genuinely could not see myself being in a relationship with a man. And now I have my partner and right. I'm in love with him and stuck with him. But also I'm still more sexually attracted to females. Okay. But I'm more sexually gratified by my partner. So huh. I like I like girls, but my partner's really good. So I'm sticking with him for a bit. He's particularly skilled. Yes. Can you say like more about what being good means? Is it like I mean As I assume in, it means beyond like sexually, like it means like in a relationship context yeah. is good. Yeah, definitely. So in our situation, um, me liking girls, uh, he's in the situation where he never had the opportunity to really figure out his sexuality. So he's doing it now in college. You know, he'll talk to men. He doesn't go very far. He has like very strict boundaries. Um, but he's discovering what he likes to do with men while I'm discovering what I like to do with women. Was there any We're judgment st- there when you said? Very strict boundaries. Judgment would you prefer? Would you prefer that his boundaries be less strict? Definitely not. Not if he's not ready to do something. Like the initial attraction was just into, I guess, fellatio, sucking a guy's dick. He was like, you know, I enjoy um, oral with you. I wonder if I would enjoy oral with a man since I enjoy it so much. Um, and he was like, I, I wouldn't mind trying if it was a good fit and he was a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. I told you I this is common, was- Keith. I, this is okay. But he's, but he's, <laughs> he's not, he's not to the point where he like wants to have a relationship with a guy. No, he's just he's, interested he's in their dated. penis. Yeah. Like not, not romantically wanting to get involved with a man any, at any point in his life. He's just curious, wants to try. So okay. at first he was very much like, I'm straight. But I'm curious and I want to try oral. And now he's more by curious, like he does enjoy sexual relations with men and finding new things he likes. But are you are you typically there when he does this? Um, in the past it would be threesomes. So yes. Like we would Isn't that be kind of annoying for you because you don't you're not even that into guys, right? I mean it's just all the guys everywhere, right? I mean it's <laughs> but frustrating. He's but he's like so gratified by it and has such a good time that like I basically get off on that. Like giving him pleasure brings me pleasure. So I'm very much of a giver and like, I don't, I don't have to come. I just want to see him like have a smile on his face and try something he's never tried before and like it. Where were the bounds of that? Yeah. Like what are the bounds on that? Like let's say he was like, uh, I want to get sexually gratified, but I don't want you in the room. Is that Um, a concern? 
It is not because that's what we're doing right now. I work every single day, pretty much like weekdays I'm working and he works from home. So he does have more time to talk to other people or find people, but he's also a lot stricter than I am. Like I'll, like I said, if you're hot, I'll fuck you. He has boundaries and like a specific type and he's very, he's very picky, but if he, he actually has found someone who is just as picky as he is and it works great and they see each other pretty often. Yeah. And I've met him. I have been with him a couple times, but uh, my partner has been with him on a regular basis. So. Okay. And when you say been with him, you mean they just give each other oral? Yes. Yes. So who – okay. So I mean this is – maybe you would have expertise. Maybe, maybe we need to have your, your partner on to ask him, but – is there an issue of, 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 let's see, one person comes first. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I then, knew you Right. Is there, yeah, here we is go. There, so, so the guy who comes first no longer is as sexually aroused. So, I mean, do, do you know which person tends to come first, your partner or the, his partner? Um, or does usually, it, do they flip a coin? Actually, sometimes it's a surprise. Like, you'll it's be like, oh, I wasn't. Oh my god, I wasn't expecting to come. Whoa, like that was fast, but like for either. Um, but there isn't really it's just like a in the moment thing. Sometimes neither of them or one of them always finishes, but sometimes the other doesn't. And like once when it was the three of us, my partner pers- uh sorry, my partner purposefully did not finish just so once our friend left then we could do more afterwards. Oh, interesting. Like that sort of thing. So, and well, then he also sort of won the encounter because he the the, yes. the, the lightsaber battle because he came second. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the other guy <laughs> left. Think about that. So, the other guy, the guy comes in, he 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 nuts, and then he takes off. It's yeah. a pretty good setup for that guy. No, it is. Well, if you're into awesome, yeah. like in every, we keep our lives very separate, but. Great guy, great situation for Dutch, my partner, and super sweet. Like, I don't well, keep keep in I, mind the situation you've just described here is this wow. man shows up, he gets blown, and then he leaves, and he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. I mean, by wait, by not only a hot college man, but a hot teen, you know, college, yeah. basically, you know. Oh my lord! Yeah, Best. are you you're calling yourself a hot teen? Well, I mean, <laughs> look, I'll, I'll vouch for one video here and I'll vouch for Sage. Like, yeah, I go with that. Sure. But, yeah, you're, like, but you're, you're very confident. Yeah. And I, it's because I'm very natural. And like, if you don't like me, then you don't like me, then I won't put the effort in, you know? Okay. I want people to come after me and they do. So. Yeah. Self-esteem. That's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just, Okay, I have a question. Okay, about yeah, like the male male blow blowjob situation, yes, and yes. you know, and you know that there's not going to be, and there's no penetration on the table at any point. All right, now, <clears throat> so no monkeypox, right? Well, it's still unclear if it's transmitted orally. I think although, it must be anal because otherwise women would be getting it more. Yeah, but 90, I think move on though. That's not ninety nine percent of cases are are are. Men. Anyway, our, sex with men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this is dangerous uh, ground here. Um, if you know that there, that no penetrations on the table, and you feel liberated to come without making sure that the other person is 
aroused or satisfied. Yeah. Like, is it just like a race? Like, is the person giving the blowjob? So not, not the man having his dick sucked, the person sucking the dick. Is he upset if the other person finishes and say, you know, no, 45 seconds? It's actually, it's actually like very celebrated the times that I've been there. And even me, like, I don't, I don't really mind how long he lasts. I yeah. like celebrate it because, whoa, like you just came that, that felt pretty good. Didn't it? You know? Yeah. So it is a celebration like, Hey, you just came. And then because of that, he gets more aroused and wants to make his friend finish. Yeah. So really like both of them do whether after one person finishes, no matter what they go back and still do more or they're, they aren't intimate but i'd say they are more touchy than just a guy blowing a guy would normally be like they'll make out they have fun taking each other's clothes off like it's a whole ordeal it's not just walk in take it out of the zipper and walk out you know yeah okay it's it's a very odd situation i i'm very happy that he found it quickly what's what's, what is your role so okay so if if you're partner has a man coming over and they're going to do this. And you said there's touchy feeling stuff. You're yeah. in the room. What are you doing? Like they're, they're I'm, pretty busy. As in, oh, I know. Do you, do you yeah. ever do f- fuck licking? What's fuck? that? What do you mean by that specifically? Look at that. Like li- fuck yeah, licking is where, what is it? It's, it's one, it's a term that was recently coined. It's where by you. No, no, it was somebody. <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish the only term, term I've coined is, uh, what is it? The the uh, analingus or no no it's the, it's the <laughs> people no it's the it's the one where the woman has been masturbating too much and she you know it's white claw, oh, white claw white for claw. masturbating too much the uh, the female she, version she, she, of death grip right yes exactly okay but, but, there are probably others but that's the main one uh, but uh, okay so fuck licking is when uh, two partners a male and a female partner are having sex and a third partner is licking kind of the junction of their bodies and then maybe the man orgasms and the third person interacts with the semen or maybe he pulls out and puts it in the other person's mouth like so in other words are you involved in that way or are you just like on the side sort of masturbating or are you just like watching tv in the corner or something in between um kind of something in between usually it'll start with me like encouraging them so while one is like unzipping the pants I'll be making out with the other or if one's already undressed and they're undressing the other I'll be sucking the dick of the guy who is naked and help taking the clothes off I incorporate myself that way and there'll be there'll be times where it is really hot like what they're doing so I will just sit back and watch and masturbate but like if there is a penis out then there are three people that both of them should be occupied you know Especially since it's more of my partner's experience. So I want it to be great for both of them. If he's not getting his ducks, his dick sucked, then like I could be doing it or I could be right. giving him a hand job or something, you know? So. Right. Yeah. You have also are, disposal. You're it's also like, interested in engaging with the third person. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's fairly attractive. I will say like fairly. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely older. Um, we we like to title it ourselves when, like, sexting, basically, will be like, 
hot dill fucks tight college girl while on lunch break. Cause that's literally what it is, you know, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. We think it's funny cause like that's, that's what it is in reality. We aren't making porn titles. We're just listing right. what's happening in real life. Right. How yeah. did you find this third? Um, this was actually Dutch finding the third. He finds most of our thirds. I, okay. I get scared very easily of random men commenting on my body. So he sorts through the comments. Yeah, yeah. I just read like what has the most upvotes basically. So um, he found his friend on Sniffles, which is, I guess it's kind of like Grinder, but it's a website where like, it's it's basically like Grinder, and you see them on a map and it like, shows their profile picture it's basically a dick pic or a pussy pic or something so there are women on sniffles it's not all grinder is pretty much men yeah it, it's I, it's basically like grinder a very very small percentage of women yeah that's these, not really geared towards women yeah i mean these apps that are so overtly sexual mm-hmm. many women are intimidated by that or aren't looking for that at all or so yeah. on and so forth and so uh wait Mike, had you heard of this app before just now? Sniffles? No, she mentioned it actually. I, I have it, I have a note here because she mentioned it to me before when we talked uh, before the show. Uh, and no, I this is a new one for me. I mean, I I, I have a Grinder account, of course. You're gonna have uh, to sign up for can, Sniffles just for I research. Lisa that mentioned Field. We tried that app, but it's very much based on the city and area you're in, and we aren't in a great area for finding people, basically. So. Yeah. Yeah, in in high density cities, you can, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not tricky. Uh, what is the? Excuse my ignorance here. What is the euphemism? What's a sniffle? Like I know what grinder hey, is, right? That's know. about grinding. Okay, you don't know either. I I could ask him. It's it's I think three a.m. where he is right now. Yeah, um, this but, isn't an emergency. I'm just curious. I, yeah, <laughs> it, next time if he's on, then we can ask him that. I can't remember if I've told this story on the podcast before. I have a gay friend who came to brunch one day and he was, he was panicked because he had been blowing somebody and I I can't remember if he sneezed or if he choked, um, but he shot semen through and out his nose. So the guy, I guess the guy he was blowing orgasmed deposited some semen in his mouth and throat and then he sneezed or coughed and it came through his nose and his um uh nose was bleeding and so he was that's a that's a snuffleupagus keith (laughs) okay well i'm just wondering if this is like a common yeah if if that's called a sniffle i'm trying to figure out where the hell it is 3 a.m right now like is he in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't know the exact time. I just know that it's oh, very. Sorry. It's yeah, very early. It's sometime. It's just not <laughs> my current. I was looking time. Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> I just trying to figure it out. I mean, we've, we've got a very cosmopolitan <laughs> podcast here. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, but three a.m. is a euphemism for a time that's outrageous. Yes. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. But with uh, the snuffleupagus, I've never had that happen. But once with a previous partner. Yeah. I was doing my thing and all of a sudden I gag, which I pride myself on not having a gag reflex. Like that's something I always brag about jokingly, but it's not a joke. But Did you start um, without this gag reflex? Um, Here we go. No. So I, 
I don't know. It's just a lot of practice. So, I mean. Okay. But mostly live practice, not on some inanimate object. No, no inanimate object. That's not appealing to me. Well, I know it's not appealing, but I've, I w- I've been wondering if yeah. somebody who had an overreactive or indeed a normal gag reflex could learn to suppress it by diligent training. You know, like the scene in the Rocky movies where he does all the things to get stronger and ready for the fight. Like I was wondering if there was, you know, you could use a dildo and a banana and like various things to slowly suppress your, your gag reflex. But I mean, you've only practiced on a penis. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I don't, I don't enjoy just shoving random things down my throat. So if it's to like get better and impress someone or like if, if I'm just like, man, I really want to be proud of my head. I I practice and I get feedback. Like another previous partner after one of our encounters, we literally rated each of the things we did and told Whoa. each other's plus and minuses. What were, well, what were your minuses? Um, My minuses, I don't know. Was this like... Was this like a job interview minus? She was too like, enthusiastic. Yeah, I'm, 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 t- I'm too much of a perfectionist. You know, like the, I don't know, the, they're not really my After there was a round two because my head was a ten out of ten, and I wanted to show him it could be an eleven. Wow. So what, 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 what did you do to get it to eleven? <laughs> I mean, the same thing again, but anytime he moaned, I went slower. So. Wow. Yeah. What percentage of the time while you're giving a blow are you deep throating? Would you say? Very little, I'd say. That's like a fun, special thing. The only time it's like a high percentage of the singular blowjob would be if they're like pushing my head down or if they're super into it in that way or if it's like face fucking and they're trying to be rough. Um, but I I don't enjoy that. So with my partner, if that's the mood for the, for the blowjob, then I'll happily oblige. But it's more obviously like the tip. That's that's the secret. That's what you have to do to have a good blowjob. Yes, the, the tip is very important. I can yeah. confirm. So, so it's hard, a little hard to square this with your earlier statement that you're not like that into men. Yeah. Like you seem very animated talking about your various skills and you actually haven't yet mentioned any activities or, you know, yeah, activities with women. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a little confusing. Like it sounds... You sound like a very passionate, uh, hetero-leaning lover. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of my past experiences have been with men. I've had, I had a girlfriend for a little bit, but she was the top, and I literally would not let me touch her. Basically. Hold on. So, I don't actually know what that means in a lesbian context. Top. I mean, yeah. basically, she goes down on me. She fingers me. Does all of that stuff in this certain relationship. She wouldn't let me touch her. So, just I guess a past trauma thing. But did I, she, as- I never did she aspire to be touchable in the future, or did she just think it wasn't going to be for her her whole I, life? I got cheated on, so I wouldn't know. She very very quick thing so yeah yeah good for yeah. you it was okay but yeah i i'm i've had two other female experiences that are pretty recent mm-hmm. and they just weren't great the other people could have been better or it's just the the sex was good but the environment could have been better you know 
No, I don't know. Can you elaborate? Like the, they had great stamina there. They knew what they were doing, obviously, because they did make me orgasm, but they weren't good at like the touchy, the both encounters have been pretty bad kissers. Interesting. And they had very low self-esteem because when I came over there, like, I'm so surprised that you matched with me and came over and this happened so soon. Yeah. I'm just there to have a good time. Right. So obviously you're attractive. I'm, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Insecurity is not uh, a good thing to portray in right. sexual encounters. Is- what makes it hot, the knowing yeah. what you're doing, even if you don't faking it till you make it basically. Yeah. But it sounds like you're complaining perhaps a little bit about, I don't know, a lack of intimacy in these, in these two girl, girl encounters. Like you said that they weren't good kissers, but maybe that's just a way of saying they didn't feel like they were emotionally attached or something. I don't know. Am I putting words yeah. in your mouth there? No, that could definitely be a thing. Cause like I said earlier, the reason I'm with my partner is because it's so good between us, not just physically, but emotionally and communication ways. And those were just random hookups that I didn't plan on ever seeing them again. So we weren't able to adapt, like touch me this way or yeah. do just, this, you know, it just feels like, that's inverted from what I would expect. I would expect women to be more, I don't know, emotionally intimate and men to be more just sort of there for the physicality. But your experience well, has been the the opposite. Yeah. Men are just more likely to come back. So with my like self-esteem, basically, it's because I want to see if I can get someone. And then when I'm due, I'm like, cool, now it's time to impress them. And then when I'm due, I'm like, cool, are they going to impress me now? Like, sort of thing. So it's kind of a game for me, but I make it a game that I share with my partner. So we'll be like, all right, we want to do this with someone. Let's find this type of person. And they're like, so you found them. Let's have an engaging conversation and see if they can actually have a conversation. Cool. We've talked to them. Let's see if they can actually do what they're saying. And so we invite them over, do what we do. And then we're like, okay either good or bad. Right. That sounds like a video game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fun because we have that intimate conversation. We talk about every detail of it. How do you know that you're generally leaning toward being more attracted to women given the context here? Like you just, there's just like an emotional feeling you have where you're like, yeah, this is the direct, this is really where my, my heart is or something. I mean, yeah, I'd say that I'm more physically attracted. Like I when I see a guy walking down the street, I normally don't look unless my partner nudges me and is like, "Hey, he's hot. Look at look over there." But with yeah. girls, I'm like always searching. I'm like, "Oh, she's cute. Ooh, she's cute." On I have Tinder when I look for hookups because you have a better demographic in Tinder for my age and lifestyle. Um, so it's only set to girls. So I'm not looking for couples or anything when it's me searching it's just girls that's my end game but you know i'm very open so yeah i mean you're young enough that it's probably yeah you probably have some discovery left here it'll be curious to see where you end up falling yeah yeah but i mean i i like this uh 
I like the notion of like scientific experimentation and having lots of different experiences and trying to see what's most interesting. A bit. Go ahead, Keith. Well, I think her boyfriend or her partner may. Boyfriend, boyfriend works. Okay, yeah. I I want to be (laughs) careful with uh, pronouns. Uh, May. um, Yeah, I'm, I'm also curious if he's. Like, do you think he's open to trying more classically gay things? Like, does he want to be penetrated or to penetrate? Um, he has stated explicitly that he does not want to be penetrated. Um, when it's just me and him, we've tried like one finger, like just to a knuckle, basically. Yep. Um, but we do enjoy analingus, eating ass, basically. Oh. Um, but that's basically as far as he'll go anal wise. But. I mean, penetrating someone else, that's a possibility. He just hasn't done that yet and hasn't felt comfortable to explore it, but he knows about it and (laughs) he's heard of it. it. Yeah. So once he, once and if he decides to do it, he'll know how to do it. Do you have like a sales pitch for analingus? Like, you know, I like it because, (laughs) like, as a woman, like, yeah, why are, yeah, as a queer cisgendered woman, why are you, why, like, why, why do you want that? I mean, I enjoy it. It feels good to me. I mean, I it initially started with me wanting to eat Dutch's ass and it was fun. I got a really cool reaction. He enjoyed it. Um, and it was something he'd never done before. So I was his first for that. And I was like, sure, we can, you can eat my ass. But it always started like in the shower. So immediately hygienic, clean. Yeah, that's a good start. That's where a lot of our new adventures will start, like in the shower, because it's you can rinse off right there. Yeah, nice, clean, can be dried space, basically. But like, hey, we just we just got clean. Want to try eating my ass? And I was like, yeah. But you're not going to like orgasm from it. No, I'm not. But it could if he's doing something else, or if I'm using a toy and he's eating my ass, it'll help me orgasm quicker or have a more effective harder orgasm okay it can intensify the orgasm yes yeah because it's it's like multiple stimulations you know how much how much will it intensify (laughs) not a lot i mean it's not Mm. like adding Mm. clitoral stimulation to vaginal intercourse it's just adding anal play to whatever already pretty good stimulation is happening because i don't like to start with someone eating my ass that that won't get me going at all. So it's more added on later. It's like sprinkles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean, Mike, do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? I'm just thinking about, Keith, how you're depriving Alyssa of sprinkles. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're not. You do provide analingus. Yeah. It, using the sprinkle. No, I am not providing analingus. But using the, using the sprinkles analogy. Yeah. I mean, it's like flavorless sprinkles. I don't think that I, I wish there was some way that we could measure your orgasm intensity. I suspect. Yeah. Oh, I trust her. I, I believe that she thinks it's increasing the intensity, but how do you, but what about the pulsations? How many per minute are you having? Yeah. Is okay. that, that what you're trying to say? I mean, <laughs> it is very hard to have an objective measure of orgasm. If her intensity. partner is providing so her analingus, he can count them because his tongue is there. We could do that. I mean, I could ask him to count my pulses. I don't think that pulses and pulse intensity or 
uh, number are necessarily the perfect measure of orgasm intensity. I do. I mean, it's like an orgasm can either be good or bad. So yeah, I think I, you could. I I only do scales of one to five. So wait, scale of one to five. No, can you not do that? That's what Uber and like Google reviews do. It needs to go zero to five. When you go one to five, it's the no, same I, as zero to four. I I agree with that. Zero zero is like just bad, but okay. one to five is like the actual ratings. Okay, somewhat good, somewhat bad. You know. Yeah, I get zero orgasm level zero orgasms. I've I've told you this, Keith. If I take ibuprofen yeah the next day i i can have an orgasm where there's no pleasure it, it's and not it took me a long time to figure out it was because of taking yeah. ibuprofen i suspect yeah, I, this is true for other people as well yes i ibuprofen definitely lowers the intensity of my orgasm but it's it lowers it to zero it to i basically zero. just i just ejaculate and there's no pleasure you're just like oh that was interesting and it's frustrating because like you go through the, i mean you're not you don't have like you're not uncomfortable afterward but like you would be if you didn't ejaculate but it's just like it's anyways, not fulfilling it's, yeah. No, well, it's it it gets rid of the desire. It's just annoying because you're like, just I don't know. It's a dud. It's kind of like with antidepressants. It's the same thing. So, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it. I'm pretty sure it. I know there are different medications that have different symptoms, but you some of them you can't finish. Some of them you can, but it's not fulfilling or it takes forever. Whatever. So, or it lowers your sex drive. Completely. Yeah, antidepressants famously lower sex drive for I don't know about uh, for some significant percentage of people. And, and people will experiment with different kinds to see if some have less of an effect on their sex life. But I mean, if she's saying only, it actually affects your orgasm intensity, though. Yeah, that's a little different than drive, right? I mean, it's it's, it's the it same is. thing as what I'm saying with uh, ibuprofen. Like you just. <laughs> Just get screwed. Uh, do you, Keith, do you mind if I ask Sage uh, uh, what her favorite part of giving a blow is? By all means. Oh my goodness, I love blows, or I love giving blows to my partner because they've gotten so good from just the like head bobbing to like it's a whole thing now. So what is what is your like? Okay, so you've got the deep throat, you've got the focus yeah. on the head. I assume that yeah. you 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 do like it when he comes in your mouth. I do, yes. Um, little hesitation I mean, we, there. Yeah. Yeah, we eat pretty healthy. We drink a lot of water, so it's not a lot of taste, a little sweet, but not like it's not a flavor, so I don't mind. Have there been times when you have minded? Um, I have another fun story. <laughs> okay. So yes. One time we were actually with a third, okay. and this guy, my partner Dutch had already finished and the guy, he finished earlier, but we were on to round two. So he needed to finish. I was ready to get him out of our apartment because I just wanted to like cuddle and watch TV on the couch. Fair enough. And I didn't, I, we said that we wanted him to come on my tits because that would be hot. And like, that sounds hot to me. Moment. So, we're getting there. He's getting really close. I'm giving him head, basically, because, like, holding his balls. And I'm, like, going, and the guy is pushing my head down. So all three of us are, like, working on his cock together so he can come on my tits. Yeah. And he starts coming in my mouth, and I immediately, like, throw my head up, and I almost vomit on him because I wasn't expecting it. 
it right? wasn't that the flavor scared me. It was just that he came in my mouth. So I freaked out and he like had to finish the rest on his stomach. And I was like, I'm so sorry I ruined your orgasm. Like I was so embarrassed after. So I don't know if your reaction is the appropriate one. It was okay. It had been, it had been collectively negotiated that he was going to come on your tits. And then yes. he uh, accidentally uh, came in your mouth. So is that what? Yeah. Like just because mm. I guess there was a lot of buildup. It like shot to the back of my throat and it, I, I did think I was going to vomit because something yeah. just hit the back of my throat and I wasn't expecting it. And like, he was very large, but that, that wasn't the issue. You're saying his penis was large. Extreme. Oh my goodness. I wish he used to have a Reddit. We found him on Reddit and I wish that I could show you the, his Reddit. Cause it was great. Or at least give it to you so that y'all could check it out individually. But yes, he is as long a, as a, long as a piece of paper turns sideways, like a regular eight and a half by 11. So therefore eight and a half inches. Can you imagine his, that? His penis is like eight and a quarter. And on How does his make Reddit. You feel, Keith? Yeah. Uh, adequate. Okay. Go on on his Reddit. Yeah. No, but yeah. On his Reddit. Wait, I'm going through, but we, we do message. I do have photos. Obviously we can't link them. Yeah, we can't. He has but, an impressive but, penis. But you can show well, us. Feel free I'm to sure zoom, zoom it in, and so I can so, see one. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So it looks normal until he like grabs it and bends it over, and then you can see okay. how like that's so semi-hot. this guy he's sort of stroking his penis. Yes. Uh, okay. It's thinking about Sage sitting on my face is the text. Yes. Um. Um. Also, uh, another one that just didn't look bigger than mine. No, but the thing is, yeah, so he thought that was attractive, but it's it's in a group chat with me and Dutch, so it wasn't just sent to me. Group chat dick pic. I'd never even considered that yeah, as a thing. Videos of Dutch fucking me and of the friend fucking me and of him masturbating to our videos. And yeah. It's it's a whole collective. I mean, everyone puts their work in and it's it's a pretty fun experience. Interesting. But, Oh, the thick, the the girth of his cock on his Reddit. He had a dollar bill wrapped around it, and it couldn't touch. Whoa! How long is a dollar right bill? Wait, yeah, like this? Have, okay. He was wrapping it this way, like long, <laughs> yes, lengthwise. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, Keith, keep asking your questions. I'm gonna check. <laughs> also, like he's oh, a big no. guy, so it his penis looks proportional on his body when you're right. looking at a video of him masturbating or like. A picture of his cock, but right. what's the length it's, of a dollar bill? He's a Did very you, large guy. You, said, wise, you said you said eight and a quarter, which is oddly specific. Did he offer this, or did you ask? On his Reddit, uh, okay. so dollar his, bill is uh, six point one inches long. By the way, that's definitely girthier than me. I'm not even gonna bother. Yeah, no, I'm saying like he's girthy and he's big, and he was on like a Reddit swingers or threesome seeking something page uh-huh. they have them for areas so we have it for like our city swingers our city threesomes mm-hmm. our city milfs like right is that how you found him yes so those things work yeah they do but huh. you also have to have a hot girlfriend a bit, bit, and be mildly attractive right they have a yeah. they have a hot teenaged woman as bait which is probably yeah. Pretty useful for these kinds of endeavors, Mike. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just work I on that. have good sex, so I don't mind if he uses me as bait. Right. You know. 
So yeah. uh, Sage also has some uh, wisdom to tell us about squirting. She did an experiment. Would you like to tell us about the experiment? <sighs> yeah. Okay, so I'm ready. This is actually going to be fun to listen to for the first time because I haven't talked about this besides like me and Mike's little talk yesterday. Okay. okay. But y'all always talk about squirting and how like, oh, it's only pee. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've I've squirted before. Like it, it doesn't feel like I'm peeing my pants or like it feels like it's even in a different part of the entire anatomy basically Mm -hmm. but i was like okay i need to test this because i've squirted it doesn't smell like pee it doesn't look like pee on a white sheet so i was like okay Okay. i'll i'll masturbate for like a very long time until i squirt at least once and i'll do it over a toilet because then i'll have a gauge of like if you put pee in a cup, it looks different than a toilet. So yep. I was like, okay, we'll get a gauge there and see. And so I did. And I was like, okay, but maybe it's just diluted. Like it could be more. So it went on for like an hour and a half. And just of me like scrolling through Reddit, like yeah. finding things and just going until I eventually. Also, there's a difference between squirting and orgasming. So I use yes, different things. It was like just squirting, not like me finishing. So, but so it's very diluted. Oh, you found that it was pee. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was a yellow tinge, and I was like, mm. okay, maybe the muscles are activated, so that's why it feels like it's in a different part of the anatomy. But because you know the me getting turned on is the same as like you having an erection, the blood flow. So it could just be if- swollen in a way where it feels different. You know. Mm-hmm. That sounds hot, but if if, if you if you uh, it does. I mean, what am I supposed to say? If if you uh, if you masturbate long enough, you squirt. You you, you it's something it's comes like out. Different parts of the clit stimulating them either with like vibration or air or pressure. Whatever I'm doing, penetrate. Yeah, penetration vaginally or anally. Like it. There are different orgasms, so there are different outcomes when you try to. So what is the, what is the thing you did on the toilet that you knew yeah. would ultimately um, result in the squirting experience? Was it a particular one of those moves? I mean, it was just a vibrator going very fast on my clit because whenever you see porn, it's like the guy doing like the three finger like shaking, yeah. yes, yes, popping it. So mm-hmm. it is like a high intensity sort of vibration, highest setting, I can go like going, getting to feeling good, right? Where I'm like, oh, maybe I could come and then just like ruining it by going as fast as I can. I really appreciate you ruining an orgasm or multiple orgasms potentially yeah, for I mean, this. It's okay. My orgasm per day is pretty high, so it's okay. I how, appreciate how the high? scientific approach here also. How yeah. high is your orgasm per day? Um, Honestly, all depends on the time of the month. Like my 28 day calendar, my whatever the calendar is, it it changes. So there was a point where it was like a week and a half on end, where it was like seven, eight times a day that we would be having sex, not just me coming. Were you orgasming in each of these encounters? Um, and like I would say six to seven, yeah. Because I I always not always, but the goal is for me to orgasm first. Yeah. So that yeah. it can be multiple times when t- multiple times to Dutch is one orgasm. Okay. How long does right. each encounter last? Um, say for 
if it's just like getting me to come with a toy, then it's like 15, 20 minutes. It can be like a quickie, but it's an actual like penetrative sex and it'll be like 45. Okay. Minutes. So if you were doing this for a couple of weeks, you might be having sex for three, four hours per day. I was time? at home every day. So we've, we've been living together for a while and every once in a while we go on like a, just a sex bender basically. Sounds great. I miss it, being. It is. No, it is. 20. It's fantastic. Or I guess in this case, 19. Well, because I also have a sex, high, very high sex drive, despite being on antidepressants. So. Yeah, imagine I, without. Yeah, I always outnumber my male partner, but he's able to catch up and it's pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, he keeps up very well and we've worked huh. it into our schedule. Surprisingly, the uh, female listener audience to our podcast. Um, Tends to have a high se- high sex drives. Yeah, which is great. It's actually that, a targeted. Thing. That makes sense. Yeah, we need to figure out how to target ads to them. Like I don't know, the high sex drive women. Yeah, I don't well, know. I if think Google we, has it's like that the opposite. Cohort. It's like it's like we're collecting high sex drive women who are intrigued and interested in the podcast, and then once we get enough of them, we can have some sort of orgy. Or we can do ad reads for the, the Hitachi or Sibian or Must something. Must you? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to have. Okay. I mean, y'all are a pretty comical duo, so the ad reads, honestly, the banter back and forth. Yeah. It would work in your favor. Mm. We don't need our ego stroked. Uh, <laughs> at least I don't. I do. No, no I do. <laughs> I disagree. A little bit. Um, so, when... Uh, <laughs> is you have there, a job, too, by the way. Yes. I know. I, and she goes I to school. No, this notion of like needing to schedule it and like actually carefully think about like how to lay things out with like a sex drive of that I mean, volume. Listeners, what are you doing with your lives? Like Sage has a full a full time job, and you're doing you're you're in school. I'm mm-hmm. a yes. It's summer. And she's semester. having yeah. Okay, okay. She's having six orgasms a day. <laughs> I mean, she's she's got to figure it dream. out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean. Yeah, we especially like I know y'all talk about um like the free use subreddit or yes. how it's weird that girls want to be fucked in their sleep, but like that's something that we've incorporated to like get an extra fuck in the day. So like because I he works from home. I obviously I work in an office, so I get up at six in the morning, I leave the house by seven, I get home at six at night just because of the commute. Yeah. So I'll if he's still sleeping when I'm getting up and I'm ready, I'll go under the covers and get something started. And, you know, it's a nice way to wake him up. And he does the same for me on weekends. So, but the, the, uh, do you also incorporate uh, the thing you said implied that maybe at like midnight when you're really tired or you're asleep, he'll, or say you're asleep, you're asleep, he will begin initiate sexual activity while you're asleep. Is that a? Yes. But usually we talk about it beforehand. Usually. So it'll be, well, <laughs> usually. it'll be on the stints where we are both like, we just want to have sex all day. So I'll be like, hey, I'm going to start getting ready for bed. He'll be playing games or looking at stocks, just doing his own thing on the computer. I'll get in bed, read a book, look at homework or videos or go to sleep. And I'll be like, you can you can wake me up like when you're coming to bed, because we go to bed at different times. So yeah. it's just a way for us to fall asleep separately, but fall asleep together. 
And it doesn't annoy you when he wakes you up like you're no. a little drug. I mean, I think that if somebody woke me up a bunch of times, you know, like two weeks straight, if if somebody randomly <laughs> woke me up at different times of the night, there'd be one time at least when I'd just be like, hey, I'm, I'm pretty tired here. That never happens to you. You're always like I mean, ready for only, it. I think honestly, the only times I've said no to any sexual advances with him because we do talk to each other about our needs was after like we had a stern talk and it was more of like a because after no so after any argument we do have sex we we just <laughs> talked about this because it's like our this way is of real yeah, it's oh, like yeah. after any fill in the blank we have sex <laughs> is this real this isn't like some sort of plant this isn't like you're not, you're not a I'm comedian sure, calling like, you y'all can y'all can look at the okay. video like there's yeah, yeah i'll check the videos out later yeah <laughs> Don't, don't worry, I'll I'll put them in the chat that we have. I'll send you a link. But, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't sell myself yet. Um, but yeah, we, a lot of sex in it. We talk about how much we want, and we'll do that. Or are you considering doing like camming or OnlyFans or something? The thing is, I am just because I'm a college student, and I do enjoy sex. I do feel confident with my body, and I wouldn't mind like. If someone wants to buy a video of me, like looking in a mirror, like that's fine. But morally, I don't think I can right now just because of how I was raised and the community yeah. I'm in. So that's interesting. So if, you don't want, you don't want no your, your, yeah, you don't want your videos out there. Yeah. If there was no Which, issue with that, I would have no problem. I, I like sharing what I do with the world because it's fun and, Obviously, I enjoy consuming porn. I create some, but it just stays between my text messages between me and my boyfriend. So, you know, it's well. I mean, it's a very uh, well. It's a relatively time bounded activity in your life. Also, I mean, it's not you know. So, there, uh, meaning uh, after some age, like it's because you're not going to make as much money. So it's yeah, yeah, it's an interesting consideration. So I'm at my peak right now, but you think so? I mean. No, but also you never know. So yeah, I I'm think knowledgeable. I'd say. I think the female attractiveness peak is supposedly twenty-two or twenty-three, according to various data sets. Yeah. So. So you're not there yet. But it and then it tapers. It takes like ten years to like materially taper down. It's a little bit like fertility. Actually, it's probably exactly like fertility. Yes. Um, <laughs> Did you guys see the article in the New York Times about Amaranth? She's a Twitch streamer and OnlyFans model. She made, I have the numbers here. She makes something like $100,000 a month on Twitch, but she makes like a million dollars a month on OnlyFans. And she made 33 plus million on OnlyFans in 36 months. How do they know that? Uh, like she, some- yeah, yeah. She, she told them and then OnlyFans. It was in, it was in the New York Times, so I'm guessing they... So she's has some some, I've never now. seen this person. Is she very attractive? Very interesting? Um, she's chesty. She's, uh, I think she basically uses Twitch as a marketing channel to drive people toward her OnlyFans. And she's entertaining on, um, on Twitch. But the, the only reason I bring this up is, I mean, that is a lot of money. I mean, that's like LeBron James money. Um, it's at least the same order of magnitude as the amount of money LeBron James makes playing basketball in a year. And she's sort of at that, I mean, at the pinnacle of the profession, much as LeBron is. But yeah, I, I wonder, I don't know like what the skills required are to get an OnlyFans following. It's not just being attractive. You need 
to be precocious on Reddit or Twitch or or someplace to to drive people to your to your content. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I would I, if there was a desire for content from a forty one year old man, I, I would I would love to do that. But there just isn't. But yeah, I think I think it would be interesting to try. Um, of course, You're saying you'd like to try doing OnlyFans. Yeah, I think it would be fascinating to try. The problem is, as you know, like a, a girl in her late teens, early twenties, you have this downside risk of getting found. Um, yeah. And you know, it's not just by your parents or your friends and family. It's you know, coworkers or you know, somebody on the street. The article in the Times was actually not really about her revenue; it was about her security concerns and how people will look at like they'll hear like a siren go by her, her house and they'll sort of look at the sound signature to find out where she may be. And she gets these stalkers. And stuff. that's what the article was mainly about. But anyway, so that's also a concern. I'm I mean, not sure. That, that's my biggest fear. Cause yeah. the only reason I would put myself out there like that was to, if I needed help paying tuition, rent bills, I wouldn't just do it to like make a shit ton of money. Yeah, but, I would. Because I had one person that we sent them a video over Snapchat and they were, they seemed like a real person, nice. We were going to meet them the next day. They blocked us. And then a week later, I had a bunch of spam Instagram accounts sending me my own videos. Yeah. Wow. And it was really scary because obviously I didn't know who it was, who they were sending it to. We're pretty sure it's the guy we matched with on that specific app, but. Yeah. And that's that is scary. So yeah, yeah. People can extort you to or blackmail you, and it's. I mean, and and almost definitionally, if you're successful, if you make enough money, then that's because you have a zillion people following you, and if you have a zillion, that some of them are going to be crazies, and so I don't know what the right things to do to like defend yourself in that kind of circumstance, but it might just be like being a famous actor, or famous athlete. Like it's impossible to have privacy after that. Like you just basically have to live with like weird death threats and like people showing up to your door every once in a while. Yeah. And so you have to decide if that's worth, you know, and most people don't make $33 million. They make some tiny fraction of that and they still have the downsides. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm in school. I'm going to get a safe job and, if anything bad happens, then I can always fall back on my body, I guess. Right. Yeah. Nice to have that in your back pocket. Yes. Very. Well, Mike, you have any other, any other questions here to interrogate Sage with? I mean, I think I could go on for a really long time, but I don't know. Yeah. And we're all, we were like close to an hour here actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's wrap it here. I mean, we'll we'll have her back to uh, terrorize her some more. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm going to read us out here. So, yeah, that feels like a good place to end. Uh, thank you, Sage, for joining us. I hope we didn't traumatize you too too much. No, this is it. Feels good to talk to someone. It does because <laughs> I just talked to the person I do it with. So yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, thanks also to Mike. Uh, and thanks to you, our listeners, for giving us the benefit of the considerable doubt here. We hope to have you back next time for more Your Mileage May Vary.
je me veux 